0: This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty.
1: It's ESPN New York Tonight on 987 ESPN Storeback Thursday. Tell me, tell me. It's about this fight coming up on Saturday night. Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury. Tell Who's gonna win? I want, I, wanna, I want somebody to break it down for me. So what I did was I went into my best friend's directory and I dialed up the voice of Showtime Boxing, a man who's got so many versatile abilities in this sport. He's been a host. He's been a studio host. He's a talk show host. He's Brian Custer from Showtime. Hey, Brian, how are you?
0: Larry, my brother, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, my friend. How's things?
0: man, great it's hey, it's gonna be a big weekend.
1: It is uh Brian, for people who have forgotten <laughs> a heavyweight championship fight means what to the sport of boxing?
0: well, I mean listen you know here's here's the great thing i we always say when the heavyweight division is good, so too is the sport of boxing, and now you've got once again two unbeaten heavyweights um going at it and I think without question uh, the winner of this fight can say that they are the best heavyweight uh, fighter in the world. I know Anthony Joshua has three belts, but Anthony Joshua has already taken a loss, and Anthony Joshua has kind of looked flawed uh, when he regained his belts. Uh, Without question, I think the winner of Fury, uh, Wilder, shows that they are the best fighter in the world and that the heavyweight division – is strong uh, and so too is the sport of boxing. It's on the comeback.
1: Brian, I'm going to give you the ability to be a trainer in both corners. When yeah. you're in your in the wilder corner, you were six. We know styles make fights. So, right. in, in the first fight, you know what he does. He's going to come at you. Does he, should he change anything, Mr. Trainer Custer, or should he continue to go the same way?
0: For Deontay? Yes. If I'm Deontay and, you know, he's got the great Mark Breland, uh-huh. uh, who's his trainer, uh-huh. you know, and obviously New York knows him very well. Oh yeah. Uh, former welterweight champion was one of the greatest Olympians and amateurs ever out of New York. Um, I think if you watch the first fight that we had on Showtime, it was, a, it was Deontay's first time on sh- um, pay-per-view and he even said, you know what? I got wild because I wanted to knock this guy out so bad that I forced the action. And I basically followed uh, Tyson Fury all around the ring and just threw haymakers. I think you'll see a very patient Deontay Wilder. I think you'll see Deontay Wilder, as he told me this week, he's going to use his jab and he's going to set up, be patient, set up that right hand. And he says, this time when I land it, he will not get up.
1: Now, we've already heard through interviews, Brian, that Tyson Fury says he's not going to box this time. He's right. going to go go head-to-head, slug it out. Brian, right. I don't think he should do that. But if you're the train in the corner, what do you tell him? Uh,
0: I would say, um, since his throwback Thursday, as you started this segment on, uh, in the words of those great poets, <laughs> public enemy, don't believe the hype. I think uh, that's, that's just Tyson. I mean, I think he's just trying to get in Deontay's head. Listen, Tyson Fury, for a big man, is a great boxer. Mm -hmm. He can move. Uh, He fought a great fight, probably the best fight of his life uh, when he fought Deontay Wilder the first time, and that is his best option. Box. Uh, Use your feints. Throw combinations and try to befuddle Deontay Wilder. And for goodness sake, when you move, do not move to your left. You (laughs) always move to your right. Why? Because you're trying to stay away from Deontay's right hand. And so if you're Tyson Fury, that's what you do. The last thing he wants to do is get into a firefight with Deontay Wilder because it'll be a very short night. That is all him just trying to get in Deontay's head to say, well, is he going to come at me? Oh, man, or am I going to have to change up my strategy? Listen, don't don't believe that. He's going to box.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a great boxer. Why would you go against what you do yeah. best? It doesn't make any you, sense, you know, you, Brian.
0: Well, you know, you got to do this kind of stuff because you want to sell a fight. Number one, you got to sell it. Mm -hmm. And then number two, you want to play mind games, too, with Deontay. Just to say, hey, look, maybe we should we should be training to this. If he's going to come to me, maybe we should be working on this. Listen, that that stuff is not going to work. I think Deontay knows that we've talked about that. and He knows that, too. He's like, look, this guy's going to move. I'm not going to follow him around the ring, Mm -hmm. but I will be patient like he was with Luis Ortiz. You know, he gave up a lot of in the rematch with Luis Ortiz. He gave up the first five rounds to Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And that was all because he was just trying to line him up for that right hand. And once he, he threw it and lined him up, it was lights out. And I think that's exactly what you're going to see Saturday night.
1: It, it's so fascinating to me. And we're talking with Brian Custer, the voice of Showtime here on the ESPN New York tonight. Uh, Brian, it's so interesting to me when you talk about the mental aspect of boxing. And if your fury... You went down twice yep. at the right hand of Wilder. In your mind, you got to be thinking, huh, I was lucky to get back up. I really, that's why when he's talking about I'm going to challenge him, I'm like, no, you're not. Because that right. he, know, he has to know if he goes down again, he may not get back up this time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think. Listen, the way he rose like Lazarus uh, in that twelfth round was unbelievable because we all thought he was dead. he was done uh, when he hit the mat, uh, and he just popped up. Uh, you know, after he got to the count of six, that was something. So, I think if you're Tyson Fury, you say, "Okay, look, he dropped me in the eighth, and that was basically a shot that came off uh, to the back of my head, and it kind of stunned me." But that those. That right-hand left hook really hurt me in that 12th round, and yet I got up. Now, if I'm Tyson Fury, the other side of that I'm going to say is, okay, I've taken his best punch, Mm -hmm. and I've shown I can get up. Mm -hmm. But that just goes to show you what it's like with Wilder. Wilder will say this all the time, and we've gone back and forth with this conversation. He said, look, Brian, guys who I fight have to be perfect for 36 minutes. Basically, that's you know, Uh 12 rounds, three minutes Uh around for me, I only need to be perfect for five seconds. And that is to land my right hand. And he's right. That's really, so if you're Tyson Fury, you've got to be focused this time around the entire fight and move, use your jab, stick and move, throw combinations. But more importantly, when you do move, don't make the mistake that you made in that eighth round and if you're watching that twelfth round, when he was using his feint, he fainted to the left and got caught.
1: And on the other side, if you're Wilder, listen: you knocked them down twice. Folks don't normally get back up when you knock them down once. Yeah. So you yeah, knock them down twice. Yeah. In the back of your mind, you got to be looking at your fist and like, uh, is there a power shortage up in here? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think, I think,
0: I think he realized. I think you realize, number one, the first knockdown was kind of like, oh, I, I really only got him on, right. on the back of the head. Mm-hmm. It kind of knocked, knocked off his equilibrium. I got to do a better job of finishing. Mm-hmm. Because when he did get back up, Deontay got wild again. Mm-hmm. And he was, it, it was throwing too many wild punches. Stay on the jab and then set it up again. And I think that's what he, he learned most from the first fight. I got to be a lot more patient. Because when I did drop him, I got very wild and almost punched myself out. This time I'm going to be patient, set him up, and that way when I do connect, he won't get up.
1: Brian, how much do you? How much weight do you expect Fury will gain from the time they do the non face-off because of the big thing at the press conference <laughs> yesterday? How much weight will Fury add after the weigh-in to stepping in the ring on Saturday night? <laughs> you know, and I, I, here's the crazy thing:
0: I think that's ridiculous.
1: I think Nevada
0: is just being wee, way over overcautious yeah. with yeah. this. I mean, listen, they understand. First of all, they both are guaranteed five million, and that's not even that's not even That's just the guaranteed money from pay-per-view alone. Both of these guys are going to be walking away with 15 to $20 million. Uh, So they understand the last thing we're going to do is throw punches at a weigh-in. Now, they may push it a little bit because obviously, you know, the testosterone gets raised up Mm -hmm. and part of it is selling the fight. Trust me, ain't nobody throwing no punches because they understand how much money is on the line. I just think that's being overcautious. I will say this, Tyson Fury looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks like he's in phenomenal shape. He said that he'll probably come into the ring at the most 260, 265. So, look, considering this guy over a, what, a year and a half ago was almost 400 pounds. Yeah. It's yeah. tremendous. It's it tremendous is. where he, the 180 he's done. Uh, who wins? Well, look, I always, I always hate trying to give predictions on fights because I say it's disrespectful to these guys. But I, I just got, I only look at the pattern and the history. Mm-hmm. Deontay Wilders had two rematches, and neither rematch has gone very long. He had a rematch with Berman Staverne, the only other guy besides Tyson Fury who's gone the distance with him. And you remember, he knocked him out in the first round and yeah. almost knocked him through the ropes. He was doing yeah. some old nasty yoga pose <laughs> in, in, in the ropes. And then, and then he sparked Luis Ortiz in the seventh round in their rematch. I, I I would be surprised if this fight goes past eight rounds, and I just think Deontay Wilder is in his prime. He is focused, and I see him uh, with his arm raised on Saturday night.
1: Does Anthony Joshua want, want either one of these two? Yeah,
0: I, you know, here's the crazy thing, Larry. Before, it was all about Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, either one of these guys uh, really aren't uh, getting the, their credit that, that they deserve until they fight Anthony Joshua. Now that Joshua's lost mm-hmm. and had looked bad in that loss, now Joshua needs them. Yeah. So it's almost like now you can see Anthony Joshua begging and he has has been begging them like, Hey, y'all need to fight me after this. Fight me, fight me. And, and before it was the reverse. Everyone was saying, why isn't Wilder fighting? Or why isn't Fury fighting Joshua? I, I I would I would think though, uh the winner of this fight would eventually fight Anthony Joshua, and that would probably be a fight that would happen at the very end of the year.
1: It's fun, Brian, to sit down and talk about A decent fight in the heavyweight division, my friend.
0: It's fun. It's fun. When the heavyweight division is good, so (laughs) too is the sport of boxing.
1: Listen, keep doing the great work you are on Showtime and all your other ventures, and we'll talk soon, my friend. Thanks for a couple minutes.
0: My brother, there is no other.
1: All right. (laughs) Brian Custer, voice of Showtime Boxing here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You are listening to ESPN New
1: York tonight with Larry Hardesty on 98.7
0: ESPN.